0: This episode of the Golf Gambling Podcast is brought to you by Patreon. Uh, score exclusive perks, content, and contests, including our win totals contest within a thousand dollar prize. Join today at sports gambling podcast slash Patreon. Am I live? What is going on? We weren't live on Twitter. Now we're live. Something's going on. Also, we're brought to you by Game Time. Download the Game Time app to you download the Game Time app to get last-minute ticket deals. Use promo code SGPM for 20 dollars off what's going on with twitter by the way to talk about game time used it last week for concert two weeks ago actually great deal i don't know what's going on with twitter but we're not live but promo to- promo code sgpn game time let's go over to twitter to see what's going on with that i'm not sure why we're not, why we're not live on twitter but we're live on youtube so let's rock let's absolutely rock All right, tour champions. I think I flushed. I don't know what what it's still not live on YouTube. I mean Twitter. Not sure what's going. on. Okay, we're live. Podcast. We're live. YouTube. Tour championship. Let's quickly talk about last week. Victor Hovland. I got I got my Victor Hovland shirt on. This is my uh, trusty Jay Lindenberg shirt. If you're watching the YouTube, you can see it. My favorite shirt. Yeah, what a day for Victor Hovland backers, for Victor Hovland fans, for golf fans. Victor Hovland shoots a back nine 28 to chase down Scotty Scheffler and win the BMW championship. So I had Victor Hovland 18 to one gave it to you guys on Wednesday night last week. And I didn't, I'm so tuned. I'm more tuned to golf than the majority of people in the world, but I had my parents in town on Sunday and I wasn't watching shot for shot. Like I usually do. And I pulled it up on my phone the last, two hours and I was watching when I could and I was like jaw dropped every shot. Victor Hovland has 15 feet for birdie. Victor Hovland stuffed at a three feet. Victor Hovland. Like I was like, is this real life? And then when Scotty made those 20, 25 foot 30, that 30, 30 footer for birdie after he bogey, I was like, of course I'm going to run into Scotty the one time in his career. He damn putts and I'm going to lose this outright ticket. Thankfully that wasn't the case. Scotty came back to his putting form and, Boofed it on 17, four footer, five footer two, lock it up for Vic. So that was an amazing week. I hope you guys cash with me because that was a lot of fun and secured another profitable season for, for the boys. But we're on to the Tour Championship this week, the final week of the PGA Tour 2023 regular season. And it's a very wonky format for DFS. So I'm going to talk with you through some DraftKings strategy through some DraftKings picks and tell you guys what I believe is the best way to cast this week, and we will build a lineup at the end of the show, like we like we have done. So the top of the pricing, I will. I'm not going to pull up the press pricing yet. I'll just talk through it. We got Scotty Scheffler, Rory McIlroy, Victor Hovland, and John Rahm all above 11K. Now you need one of these three guys or, I, or four guys, John Rahm you need one of these guys to in your lineup because one of these guys 95% of the time will win this golf tournament. You can try to get Q and you build a balanced lineup fade in the top of the board but you have basically no chance to win 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 all the money. You can maybe cash a, uh cash a double up take it cash a cash game, but you cannot win all the money because you're going to need to have the winner and one of these th- four guys, I'm going to narrow it down to three, but one of the top guys will win. So it's going to come down to how you build with one of those guys in your lineup, how you it's, you're, you're basically building a five man lineup this week because yeah. you're going to have to make a selection at the top and then divvy it up from there because you just can't, this isn't a week where you can fade the to top. They're literally starting at eight under seven under 10 under. So you have to have one of those golfers and by math alone, one of those golfers is going to win. It, Rick Gaiman, Rick Rungood does an amazing breakdown of how the math works and how these golfers basically have all the probabilities to win the golf tournament. It would require an utterly ridiculous performance, a 95th percentile performance from guys, John Rahman below, to win this golf tournament. So you need to have be above your a game. You need to be your A++++++ plus 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 game. And you're going to need the guys at the top to play below their average, which they're not. They're playing great golf at the moment for anyone below. I'm going to say anyone below Victor Hovland, Rory McIlroy to win this golf tournament. So let's get into it. One of these three top guys will win the FedEx Cup. Scotty Scheffler, Rory McIlroy, Victor Hovland. Now it's going to boil down to who's going to win it. How who, who are we going to pick? Because you can make a case for any single one of these guys. And I wrote about it this morning. I just broke it down to simply three different stats. I looked at strokes gain over the last 20, 20 rounds, just tee to green. Scotty Scheffler laps them in that category for sure. Strokes gain at East Lake over the last three years. Rory McElroy wins that category. And I looked at Bermuda grass putting this season. And Rory McElroy wins that category. So two out of the three categories, Rory McElroy. Is the best and and Victor Hovland, uh, it didn't make the top out of any of those any of those three categories. Obviously, he just won last week, coming off of a win. I can just fade him based off that. So now we get down to Scotty Scheffler or Rory McIlroy. Do I want to pay four hundred dollars less and give him a three shot lead, or do I want to go with Scotty Scheffler who's lapping everyone in teed green? What I decided to do was go with Rory McIlroy at thirteen hundred dollars and or. I'm sorry, at $13,000 and give Scotty that three shot lead. Let's think about Scotty's performances with the lead in his, in his career. He sneakily has not been that good with the 54, 36 hole lead. When you, when you think about the tournaments that he was leading. So let's think about last week, he had the 54 hole lead. He did not come to fruition and let's, let's go down. Let's go down to some of his results. Um, Charles Schwab Challenge. He was there. I think he was the tire for the lead through 36 holes, finished third. Um, Obviously, he won at Phoenix, won at uh, the Players, but even last year, the, the year before that, he kind of gagged some events where he should have won. He won a few times from behind. Obviously, his first two, three wins were from like eight, nine shots back. And obviously, he won at the Masters, but a majority of Scotty Scheffler's career wins have been coming from behind. So a guy who I don't even love in every category, a guy who I don't think is the best at playing with a lead, I'm going to take the $400 less, give Scotty the three shots, and go with Rory McIlroy. So you're going to need one of these three guys. You're going to need one of these three guys. I think every single lineup, you just pick one of them and stick with them. And then from there, you can start building different types of lineups, different style lineups. And this is where it gets interesting. Um, What are you going to want to build with? Are you going to want to try to go with two guys over this? If you go at max, you got very little left. I mean, it's possible, but we'll we'll get there. We'll get there. So, obviously, different guys are starting at different stroke levels, but that doesn't really break down all the points because the. So, Scotty Scheffler starting at 10 under, but that's not a regular 10 under. He's not going to start with all the birdie points. It's going to be very wonky. And what I did, was I made a little model? Last twenty rounds, and I did birdie or baddie birdie birdie or better percentage and fantasy points game because this is a fantasy points game this fan, fantasy points because this is a fantasy game. So let's go down to some guys like below nine five who are really doing well in this category. Tommy Fleetwood ranked ninth in this model, which is crazy to think about because you think about Tommy Fleetwood, he's not really a birdie maker by any means, but he scores well, he avoids bogeys, and he does well on these style golf courses. So if Tommy Fleetwood at 8,800 is a ninth in the model, I think that's just a blind bet at, so he ranks one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12. He's the 12th price golfer and he's ninth in my model. That's plus Eve. We went with Roy at the top. Let's plug in Tommy Fleetwood. But before I just start plugging in guys, I want to also talk about guys at the top. So I talked about at the top, you're going to pick one guy. I'm going to I, I'm going to include Roman in that. So I, we're going to go with with Rory McIlroy in that top four. Now Max Homa is a very interesting case study, and if you can find a way to build with him, I think he's a great play. Max Homa has his last five events: twenty first, twelfth, tenth, sixth, and fifth. He's gotten better every single event, and last year he finished third in the shadow leaderboard. He finished fifth overall, but he finished third in the shadow leaderboard. He shot at 15 under in four rounds at this golf tournament last year. So, don't overthink it. He's playing great golf, and he's heads to a course that he played really well on. Max Homa is going to do well this week. So, whether that you want to make that a bet, whether you want to uh, somehow get him into a lineup, let's see what happens if we do put him into a lineup. What we're left with, I don't think it's anything. 5,700. That is, I don't think we want to do that. I think we want to go with more, a more balanced build after going to all the way to Rory at to the top. So we go with Rory Fleetwood. I like Max Homa in this range from the 10.9 to 10.5 range. Obviously, Xander Shoffley is an East Lake King. He, he kills on this golf course, but I like Max Homa better and we can't really afford anyone right here. Matt fits at 10K is a kind of an egregious price. He had one good week in a long time, and he's not really a prolific birdie maker either. You're going to have to make a lot of birdies here. I think that's a fade. I think that's a bad price. Now, Lucas Glover, I think, is interesting because he's starting at, Lucas Glover is starting at, what is that? Five under par. So he's going to have a, a head start. Where does he rank in that birdie or better ranking? He ranks sixth in the model. I'm not really a Lucas Glover guy. I haven't played him. But let's take a look at Lucas Glover's stats and see if he fits the bill here. So Lucas Glover, 22nd last week, and he finally lost strokes putting. Last time he lost strokes strokes putting, he bounced back with a win. But he hit the ball well. He gained 4.6 strokes ball striking. He's played here twice in his career. 2019, he lost 9 strokes to the field, 10 strokes, 20... 2009 he gained two strokes so i don't know if i love lucas clever here what what happens if we plug him in he models out well but i haven't been playing lucas clever i don't think i could just go to him no i don't want to do that so no i don't like lucas clever sorry i messed that up so home is the home is the play here in this 10k range although i can't afford afford him in this lineup so we'll skip down to this 9k range talk it through and see who we can add to our lineup now, Wyndham Clark, where is Wyndham Clark starting U.S. Open Championship? Wyndham, when U, U.S. Open champion, sorry, Wyndham Clark is starting at four under, so he's one stroke back of Lucas Lever, and he's six hundred dollars cheaper. Whew. I mean, Wyndham Clark is damn good. Where does Wyndham, Wyndham Clark rank? T to green over the last recently, or what has Wyndham Clark done recently to see? Because I don't, I haven't really been playing Wyndham Clark either. But every time I see him on the broadcast, I'm like, damn, this guy's good at golf. So Wyndham Clark finished T-15 last week, two straight weeks where he lost strokes ball striking. And he hasn't lost strokes ball striking in two straight weeks since 2022 Shriners and Sanderson. So he's not really in a good state of ball striking right now. He's never played here before. I think we could fade Wyndham as well. All right. So now... Ricky's just playing objectively better golf than Wyndham right now. That's not really that true. Let's see where Ricky's doing. And let's see where Ricky Ricky ranks out in that birdie or better ranking. Ricky ranks out in that birdie or better ranking. Wow. 23rd. Not great. Not great. So what has Ricky done since his win? This is kind of a tough build. But we're deep diving it. That's what we're doing. That's what we're doing this show for. Ricky Fowler, since his win, went 42nd, 23rd. Fifty eighth, twenty fifth, and do you remember before his win, he had like thirteen straight t twenties. So did Ricky get his win and kind of fall off the table a little bit? Yeah, he's played here six times, mixed bag t seven t eight, but nothing crazy to write home about. Ricky Fowler's not really trending in the right direction right now. Now, let's let's go down here because. I don't really love this range too much. So Sung J M, Russell Henley, Keegan Bradley. These two golfers, Sung J M and Russell Henley, are going to eat up so much chalk down here. Sung J M was 16 under on his own ball last, last year at this event, and he's playing great golf. Russell Henley played here twice, and he gained strokes to the field tremendously in both times. And he's they're both they both have. I'll read you the results real quick, their exact results. Sung J M last three events: 14th, 6th, 7th. Russell Henley last three events, second, sixth, and eighth. They both love They both love a southeastern Bermuda golf course. And that's what we get here. But Keegan Bradley at $8,100, I think we're going to have to get a little different down here because everyone's going to play the one, someone from the top. Keegan Bradley at $8,100. How much worse than... I know they're obviously on paper, Sung Jae and Russell Henley make more sense. But how much worse than, is Keegan Bradley than those two golfers? He's not. So Keegan Bradley has a stroke on Sung Jae. He's tied with Russell Henley at, at minus three to start the event. And he's cheaper than them both. So look, Keegan Bradley has one more week to make a case for the Ryder Cup. He has to, he has to win this event. Literally has to win this event. He basically can't win this event. So what is he going to do? He's going to be firing at every single flag. I like him at $8,100 just as a pivot. Get a little different. We're going to have to get different. Keegan Bradley, $8,100. So let's recap. In this 9K range, not really loving anyone. I think home is great play up there at the 10K range. And then in this 8K range, Sungjae, Russell, and Sungjae and Russell make so much sense, but they're going to be a little chalky. I think Keegan Bradley is a great pivot. So we have $6,700 to work with. Let's take a, let's go down. Uh, Colin Morikawa and Tony Finau being in the 7k range is hilarious. Colin Morikawa does not have great results here. I think he's played here twice, three times, uh, 21st, 26th and 6th and nothing really to write home about. He hasn't been playing great. And if you look at Colin Morikawa's results, he hasn't gained a full stroke on approach. He's got, he's done it one time in his last five starts. And obviously that's Colin Morikawa's DNA. I'm not liking what I'm seeing from Morikawa right now. I bet him at this event. Shadow last year didn't go well. Tony Finau is just playing horrific golf. Horrific golf. T37, T64, T7. He's gaining on approach better than Colin Morikawa is. So I think I just at that point is a, he's a decent play. He's putting horrifically right now, but he's put really well here in his career. He's played here four to- six times. He's gained strokes on the putting greens in four out of six times. So $7,500, I think Tony Finau makes a lot of sense. But before we lock him in, let's see, because we're going to, He's where is he starting? Tony Finau is starting at two under versus Siwoo Kim starting at two under. What's the difference between Siwoo Kim and Tony Finau right now? Who is playing better? It's got. It's simply got to be Siwoo Kim. It simply has to be. Yeah, Siwoo Kim is us let's, let's look at the strokes gain exactly. So the last, let's go 20 rounds. The last 20 rounds, strokes gained total. Strokes gained total last 20 rounds. Let's see, let's see where they pop up. Siwoo Kim is gaining 0.04 strokes to the field. Tony Finau is losing 0.24. So Siwoo Kim is slightly better. And he is hes $300 cheaper. Tony Finau has better course history. I'm going to go Finau. Just have that firepower. He can definitely pop. All right. We have $6,300 to work with in this bottom half of the range. Let's see what we got cooking. Jason Day has been horrific. He's a major fade. Now, Terrell Hatton is a guy who can just go berserker mode, just go super low, especially when he's out of it. He'll grind for four days. But he hasn't been playing great golf at the moment. Let's look at Hatton. Terrell Hatton, he lost four strokes on approach last week. Every, the last time he lost four strokes on approach was... 2022 RBC Canadian, but since this whole year, every single time he's lost on approach, he's bounced back tremendously. He's played here one time and he finished seventh. That was 2020. And he gained three strokes on approach. So I think Terrell Hatton at 6'9 is a great play. He was dying to get in here and he got in here. So we have, yeah, I think Terrell Hatton's a play better than Speeth, better birdie maker than Speeth. We have four guys to choose from: Grio, Straka, Shank, and Nikki T. So, who is the best birder maker? Who? So, this is going to be a tough range. Let's 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 look at this at a short amount. Let's see where they're starting. Let's see where they are starting. So, go by salary. Shank and Nikki T are starting at one under. Versus Sepp and Grio are starting at even par. I feel like this is a golf course where Shank can make a ton of birdies on. You're gonna to have to get low here, like although it's a tour championship, you still got to get to near t- nearly 20 under. It's not really a difficult golf course. Shank's never played here, but he finished sixth at TPC Southwind, which is a southeastern Bermuda golf course. Okay, let's look at Sepp. What has Sep done recently? So right now I like Shank. We're talking through this. Right now I like Shank. Oh, Shank. I mean Sep hasn't done anything since his win, and sh- I do not like sh- Sep ever. He's so streaky. He pops when he wants to pop. I know he's from Georgia, but finished seventh here in 2022. I think I like Shank better. Let's take a look at Grio. I think Grio will garner some ownership down here because people like to play him. Um, tenth, tw- tenth at the 3M Open, twentieth at the St Jude, thirty first at the. BMW, he's gotten worse his last three starts. Played here once, finished 10th. So, Sepp and Grio played here once and finished, had a good start. So, and now let's look at Nick Taylor. Nick Taylor's never played here before. He's garnering strokes all over the place. I think Shank is the play. Tap into that approach and putting prowess. If, if, uh, if Sepp Straka and if Emiliano Grio can t 10 in their first appearance here, why can't Adam Shank? So this is what we're going to do. Rory McIlroy, Tommy Fleetwood, Keegan Bradley, Tony Finau, Terrell Hatton, and Adam Shank. I'm going to circle back to the top. You're going to need to play one guy from the top. You're going to need to play Rory McIlroy. You're going to need to play Victor Hovland. You're going to need to play Scotty Scheffler. Pick one guy from the top in whether that's a single entry, whether that's how many, however many lineups you're building, pick one guy and just stick to it. It's like you're picking a, you're betting a three-way matchup between the three pick one guy. And then from there, you want to get different, build different 5v5s or have a core three and then build different 3v3s off that. Stick with the one guy up top, go with him and then get different down low because you need to have the winner of this golf tournament. And it can only be one of those top three guys in 90% of simulation. So that about does it for me. Any questions, you know where to find me, DM me at any time. And I will be back to you later this week with more content. So peace out. Hope you enjoyed.